Here we are again, my friends, and welcome to the podcast that we call Time in God's Word. And this is David Carnes. And today, we are just going to continue through the first chapter of the Gospel of John. And we are in just one verse today, verse 42. And what we are bringing out today is how God will use the simple to share the good news of Jesus. In other words, God will use the unimpressive person to share Jesus with someone. We see it in scripture, by the way, God using, for example, fishermen to tell others about Jesus, God using a tax collector to tell others about Jesus. I mean, that is what God does. And so this is what the text is going to bring out for us today. But now we are looking again at the calling of the first disciples of Jesus. You remember that we have seen Andrew, we have seen John, called out to follow Jesus. And today, we see Simon Peter. And we are learning these quick lessons along the way as we look at this. Up until this point, for example, we have learned that men are seeking, and we looked at the meaning of all of that. And we also looked at how true followers of Jesus will tell others about our Lord. That is what we do as believers. That is our passion. But then, Again, in this one verse today, again, verse 42 of John chapter 1, we again just bring out this truth that God will use the simple to tell others about Jesus, to share the gospel. It's an amazing truth. And so we're going to look at this. So let me just get right into the text. And again, let me say it. It's just another wonderful truth as we spend time in God's Word. Number three, God uses the simple to tell the world about Jesus. (laughs) I I like this one. I like them all. I like this one. God uses the simple to tell the world about Jesus. Look at verse 42. Verse number 42 says, He, that's a reference to Andrew, brought him, that's a reference to Simon, to Jesus. Stop right there. Now, I want to focus on these men here for just a moment. Andrew, Simon, John. By the way, John, who again is not mentioned here, but he's there. Understand that these men, they weren't priests. They weren't Pharisees. They weren't Sadducees. They weren't scribes. You know what they were? They were fishermen. They lived up around the northern part of the Sea of Galilee. They worked together. They were even part of the same fishing business. Same, they had the same company together. But they were just ordinary men. Not one thing spectacular about them in any way. They had no diplomas hanging on their walls. Nothing. And yet these are the first three men, Andrew, Simon, and John, who would join this group of disciples of Jesus that would begin something 2,000 years ago, and it's still going on today. And that something is telling Jesus. They started something 2,000 years ago, (laughs) and it's still going on today. The something is telling about Jesus. And let me just say again about these men, they were not movers and shakers. They were not big name people. And let me say this, but this is who God uses to grow His kingdom. This is it. 
You do not have to have a seminary degree to tell somebody about Jesus. You do not have to be financially wealthy to tell somebody about Jesus. Listen to how Paul speaks about this out of 1 Corinthians. But Paul says, speaking of you and speaking of me, if you're a believer in Jesus, Paul says that God doesn't use the wise according to worldly standards or the powerful or the noble to be used by Him to spread the gospel. But God chose the foolish and the weak. You know who I am? I'm the foolish and the weak. And understand that God has done it this way, Paul says, so that everyone knows it's God who's doing the work when it comes to salvation, and it's not you, and you have nothing to boast about yourself. But that's what Scripture says. Everybody here in this room who's a believer in Jesus qualifies to do this. Everybody. No exceptions. This is point three in all this. God uses the simple to tell about Jesus. And I bring this out because, again, no one in this place who's saved needs to think that you can't be used by God. He's just waiting to use you. He's sending people your way all the time and He's just waiting to use you. He's just waiting to you for you to be obedient. He's just waiting for you to tell. He's just waiting for you to proclaim Jesus to the lost. He's just waiting. And understand, if God can use fishermen from northern Israel, from Galilee, He can use you. By the way, just something that I'm, I'm thinking about all of a sudden. But I remember, and this goes back 30 years ago, First person I ever led to faith in the Lord Jesus. I did it on the tarmac of Dulles International Airport. I was loading airplanes. I was putting bags on airplanes. And a friend of mine comes up to me and we began to talk about Christ. And I tell him about Jesus. And on the tarmac of Dulles International Airport as planes are taxiing back and forth on the ramp, this man bows his head and prays to receive Jesus as the Savior and Lord. First person I'd ever led to faith in Jesus. And who am I? I'm the weak and the foolish. But you go back to verse 42. And as we look at this, and we continue just to pull things out of here, let's close it by just seeing one other thing, and, and that is, but we see the deity of Jesus revealed. We see the deity of Jesus revealed that He is God. What I mean is, you notice that Jesus says to Simon, you're looking at your Bibles, Jesus says to Simon, so you are Simon, the son of John. All right, stop right there. Now right here we can say, there is absolutely no indication given to us that Jesus was given any information about Simon. I mean, Andrew shows up with Simon and Jesus says, so I know your name. It's Simon. Oh, and by the way, I know your father's name. It's John. And so right here, Jesus reveals his deity, his omniscience. He knows all things. But then Jesus goes even further with this thing just to drive it home. Look back at verse 42, and Jesus goes on to say to Simon, you shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. He's going to change his name. 
Cephas, by the way, it is Aramaic. That was the language of the day. Peter is Greek. But at this point, Jesus says, so I know what's going to be happening to you down the road. Jesus speaking of the future now. Again, Jesus portraying his deity, his omniscience, his knowing everything. And Jesus says, you shall be Peter. The word Peter means rock. And what Jesus is saying when he meets Simon and names him Peter, he's saying there's going to be a day that you're going to be fortified. In other words, you're going to be strong. You're going to be immovable. You're going to be a solid man for the kingdom of God, Peter. But not yet. The day's going to come. And you know what? That's exactly what would happen with Peter. I mean, at Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, when the church was birthed, Holy Spirit comes down, Peter stood, and he's the first man to preach the gospel at Pentecost. And it would be Peter that we see throughout all the first part of Acts just preaching and preaching and preaching Jesus. It is Peter. It is the rock. It is the one who is solid in his walk with the Lord Jesus. And he would be a rock for God's kingdom. But Jesus at this point, at the end of this text, he's revealing what? He's revealing his deity to these men, giving them just a little glimpse, just a little one. But the sharing, the sharing of the gospel, that's what we see here, don't we? The sharing of the gospel, sharing Jesus. This is what this text is about. Men are seeking. The true believer tells God uses the simple. Next time we look at the second event, the second group of men that will follow Jesus. Verse 43 to the end of the chapter. Next time we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you for your love for us and we thank you for your word that you have given us. And Father, May we always remember that men are out there seeking. People are seeking. but They're seeking the wrong things. And we are the ones who are to tell them about the one that they need to truly seek, that they need to truly come after. Oh, Father, I pray that you are able to speak to someone today. Maybe there's someone today here in this place, and they will tell you in a heartbeat that they are a Christian. But they could not tell you that they've ever told anybody about Jesus. It's not a regular part of their life. I pray, Lord, that you have convicted that person today. And Father, also, I just pray that we would remember that the only thing we need to say that qualifies us to tell is that we are believers. We don't have to have a diploma on our wall. We don't have to have a seminary degree. We don't have to know the Bible backwards and forwards. All we need is a willing heart to tell others about our Savior. I pray, Lord, that you've spoken to us today and that we would be a church that as we leave this place and we go out into this world, each and every one of us who know you, individually, we are on a mission every day just to tell, to tell about our Savior, Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.
Now, I have shared some of my salvation story with you before. I have told you that it was my grandmother who shared the gospel with me. And at the time, she was 69 years old. And also, she wasn't the most educated person in the world. She didn't go to college. She grew up on a farm, and yet she knew Jesus. And that love for Jesus encouraged her to tell others about him. And that is what she did with me. She shared Jesus. And there we sat at her dinner table that day, way back on November 9th, 1981. And it was just me and it was just her. And we were face to face, one-on-one evangelism. And again, that is how it works for the most part, one-on-one. And let me just say, I am so glad that she was just so very clear. She was so very blunt, but also she was very loving. And as she shared all of what she needed to share in regard to the gospel, that I was a sinner and Jesus wanted to save me. But please understand, you don't have to be someone with a doctorate. You don't have to have a seminary degree. You don't even have to know the Bible backwards and forwards. All you have to have is a willing heart, a heart full of love for God and a love for others. And listen, but you have that, then you're ready. I mean, you are ready to tell someone else about Jesus. So why don't you do that today? Yeah, why don't you do that today? Just ask God to place someone in your life today and then just tell that person about Jesus. Do that today. But let me say, what a great day to be together, right? Yes, it is. Always enjoy being with you, and I look forward to seeing you again. By the way, the next time we come together, let me just say this. We are just going to continue to walk through this first chapter of John, and we are going to look next time at the calling of Philip and Nathaniel. But so looking forward to it as we spend time in God's Word.